What's up, everybody? It's Joe LaPuma. You are listening. You're watching the Complex Sneakers Podcast. As always, I am with my guys. First off to my right, Mr. Matt Welty. Here we are. Here we are. You almost didn't make it. He was a little late. Came straight from, Mm -hmm. what, you take an Escalade here or... No, I took a drink. Okay. <laughs> Buzz, Buzz, BuzzFeed put the... Okay. I, <laughs> I wasn't sure if you took an Escalade or the New Jersey Transit, but he made it here. Always on time to my left. What up, Joe? Mr. Brendan Dunn. I think that we need to apologize to you. What, you went out to dinner again without me? Is that, what, Actually, is that yes. how we're starting? <laughs> Actually, yeah, yes. I saw. You guys didn't think I was going to see the Look IG story? Wait, right you guys now. didn't think? I, I didn't post w- it. Was it P- yeah, PG knows. PG knows dry snitching oh on you guys. I saw. Oh, my And you goodness. know what it is? Hey, look, can I get any credit for being forthcoming about this yes, and addressing I appreciate it as soon it. as possible? I appreciate it. But here's what I would say. PG, right into the camera. Don't think that you're going to flood your IG story with all these resell sneakers and then sneak in a dinner with these two like I'm not going to see it. I saw it. I saw it. Where'd you guys go? Same place we went last time without you. Okay. He also he also drastically under ordered. Oh, this was a big PG th- or no. you? He got fried. He got fried in our other group chat for it. <laughs> okay. John? I was No, P- wealthy felt I was a, like PG under ordered. I was a few minutes late whatever so i guess that's maybe okay. on me so i hit paul and i go paul like just get me like a mixed grill or whatever right i think you said order a mixed grill no i was like get me i was like i don't think you said get me you i don't no, no, think no. you specified that you wanted a mixed grill to anyways yourself. i told him to get it's not it was just like there was like six or seven people there and he ordered like enough food for like two and a half people. All right, well, okay, listen. Look, can I say this? Wealthy is the only person who felt that way because Mubi, our dear friend Mubi Ali, who we're gonna get on this podcast sooner or later, he's the man crooked now tongues? at Reebok. Yeah, yeah. he crooked OG. tongues. Yes, Mubi. OG. But now Mubi's at Reebok doing all the cool stuff that Leo was doing before. Okay. So as soon as they let him come on here, we're bringing him on here. But yeah. OG crooked tongues. I think I used to email him for samples or. Or something like that, yeah. Shout out to Mubi. We love him. He was in town. We had dinner with him. But Would have been nice wealthy, to reconnect. But. Mubi felt like he had enough food. I felt like also, I had enough food. I also food. saw and he ate like three bites of food. <laughs> and so did our friend Ride. He ate like two little pieces so of chicken. This is the so same. that's like... You were the only one who felt like there no, was No, Paul said the same thing. And when we showed it in the group chat... I don't, those people weren't right, there. Listen, no, it doesn't I'm matter, not, but, but we showed it It doesn't in, matter, it's right. No, it does matter because we showed it in an actual... We showed it in the Armenian group chat. <laughs> and, and someone goes... And my friend uh, Larry, a few other people goes, Paul, what do you have to say for yourself for that? Poor showing for okay. the ordering. Okay, listen, listen. So this is the respect, second time. Can I just say this? I yes. respect Larry's opinion, but and I respect the opinion of the Armenian group chat. But those guys weren't there at dinner with us. Okay, this is all I have to say. And you know, I've stuck up for PG in the past over the credit card thing. <laughs> all I'm saying, Joe is brought it, up the credit card. Is it, no, I'm not bringing. He paid up. in cash this time. Just okay, sure. is it possible that he underordered just in case? <laughs> I'm just saying. For budgetary purposes? Yeah, but only just because. Concerns? No, only, only because the sneakers are moving, not because of the credit card. <laughs> look at. PG. Look at it this way. If, if there was like a, a traditional like Italian Sunday dinner, right? And okay. usually it's a big spread, you right? You only got the galamad. And, 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 and you saw and you're like, and you would know, but you would know if there was like, oh, we had like nine people over for dinner. And you're like, that spread's looking a little thin, right? Wealthy was stressed out. He was I wasn't, stressed I wasn't stressed out. I feel like I need to attend and just break the cycle. Break the cycle of bad luck. It seems like PG. PG's not having the great, great luck. Yeah, maybe I got an invite. Can I say this, though? Yep. He did have a good weekend because Paul and I both attended Got Soul in, in New Jersey, and Paul said he got recognized. PG knows got recognized at a sneaker convention. Yeah, he's warming up. He took he's a couple about, photos. He's about to be here very soon, <laughs> hopefully. The best was is he 
he sent me i guess this is dry snitching but he <laughs> he sent me a video that you had sent him yeah yeah so that's dry snitching <laughs> no go, go, ahead. go ahead go ahead of and i i'm sorry i don't want to like jacob our co-worker okay yes someone who works on the social team i remember working seeing him like pre pre i think yeah, pa pandemic but mm -hmm. just hadn't seen him since and the the video was like is he a real person or is he <laughs> just like pg yeah jacob on the social tv at complex asked me whether or not pg was a real person which is a totally valid question because yeah, where is he? he exists on the internet but exactly. does he exist in real life is he ever willing to come and sit next to us our friends on this program Got and talk about his illustrious career in sneaker reselling and collecting I we're don't know. waiting we're waiting we're waiting anyway Fuck your life because the Ante Pass. <laughs> okay? The Ante Pass I had on Easter Sunday, you know we're putting a picture in, and Please. it made up for not being invited to uh, to your dinner again. You the ordered the other thing that maybe have to apologize, and you said not apologize for, you said that, Joe, was as people will know, we had, sorry, I had like a burp yeah. from the seltzer. <laughs> you can leave cut that, that in. No. Yeah. Can oh. we leave that in? I fine, we'll, I don't care. We'll see. Honor. He doesn't care. Uh, we had Tony Yeo on the on the oh, on, yes. on full size run. Yeah, but and in true Tony Yeo fashion, he leaks the episode love the, it. the day that he's there. Which mm. we've had other guests do. You know it. what? At this point, I kinda I, like it. It's a nice little like it, teaser. It's a little yeah. like you, you'll see like certain podcasts when they have like a big guest coming up though, like three days before and you get a little excited for it. Yeah. I never get mad at the artist leaking it. It's someone on the, in like, the camp. In the, yeah, yeah, that's or or like our own crew or like Sometimes like if, you, if you didn't put it out there, but like someone who was the like artist, there on yeah. set, like took Dave a Matthews snitching. Yeah, the biggest, the biggest miss though, the biggest miss is when I had Neymar on sneaker shopping, right? Yeah. And he went, he Instagram storied mm -hmm. and added me, but he didn't. The at didn't catch, so it was just the amount of clout you missed out. Oh, on. you couldn't so, click the link. Yeah, you, you like shadow you know, or something. No, 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 no. Not that you, you click the link, Joe Puma. No, no, no. You know when sometimes you just write at Brendan yeah, Dunn yeah, and yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It like there's a space or something. Yeah. I missed out. So, oh, wow. but yeah, I don't mind when when no, anyway, do that. Would have we had we had uh, Tony Yeo on and he leaked it. So I like I shared it because I'm like whatever he leaked yeah. it like whatever, and someone tweets at me was like so did you guys get joe's g-unit sneakers signed by tony like to complete because mm -hmm. if you remember like tony yeo was in jail when those shoes got signed because joe has a pair of the original g-unit reeboks got, the first shoes he bought from pg that i had to like help broker the deal between because joe didn't want to pay the amount of money that paul wanted <laughs> and that's how it started the whole the whole uh that's, how, that's how his credit card the bromance catch. yeah and listen and him and i have done great business but i will say we're sorry i yeah this is just he's not that I sorry. Apologize. No, you know you why he's me... not that sorry? Yeah. Because I called him at 9.52 a.m. yesterday to talk about the weekend, but I definitely said, oh, you have Tony Yeo. It would have been cool if I had the G-Unit sneakers. Now, if you thought about it, he would have been like, <laughs> it's two sides of the story. would have been like, yeah, come through and we'll sign it. But also... I'm surprised you didn't just pop up. I know, but also you guys got the... Slam mag, the Kicks magazine. I was gonna say, do enough, I not get any credit? Do I not get any no, credit for a couple I, weeks that's before I'm getting not that, that signed for you? Enough signing memorabilia for one month, right? And I'm also, just like a gopher to get no, yeah, that's what I mean. You, that's no, why but I you said, him. you know what I mean? Like yep. my roll up full size writers to get Joe's memorabilia signed exactly. For him. And you, I agree because, like, you know, depend. Some people like taking pictures or getting guests to sign the stuff. But you had said the reason why you didn't want him to sign it was because. He didn't sign the shoes because he was in prison when 
the shoes were signed and you were like, oh, it, it makes it like not historically inaccurate, but it like it's almost anachronistic, right? It doesn't make sense for the time. And period I believe cause... one of them, I have to check one of them, maybe Shaw Money XL wrote free Yayo on the shoes. I would have to That's check. Perfect. I don't remember. I could have been making that up. But anyway, Tony Yayo following up Nems. Two bangers. Perry, New York. We're happy with it. We're Two outside. bangers. We were and, outside. Yeah. I, I, we actually, outside. I was outside this weekend. Wealthy, you were sorely missed at the New Balance event. Oh, yeah. I heard people had... Uh, people asked me why I wasn't there. You know, Everybody get... was asking me why you weren't there. You know, I, I love going to these sneaker events where everybody's there. And we haven't had one like this in a long time. I felt like maybe the Nike Forum thing a couple years ago was the last thing. But this, this New Balance event was like on another level of mm. just everybody you knew in the industry was there. And also, everybody listened to our podcast episode about New Balance. I love that one. Yeah, they so love that one. A lot of support there, but people wanted to know where Welty was. It wasn't there. They couldn't get your rider in <laughs> the you? Escalade. Yeah, what happened? Did no, you no, no, it was a it was a situation where I had gotten the invite, and in Brandon, we had spoken about yeah, this yeah. after where so they invited me to the thing, but it was like, hey, uh, you know, on Wednesday or whatever the day of the week was. You're invited to to a party, the track, New Balance. Yep. Jack Harlow be, we were performing from like six to nine or something. I interviewed cool. Jack Harlow, of course. But it didn't mention like we want to like bring you out here to come to the thing. It was just like a like a hey if you're in town. It seemed like a hey if you're in town sort of situation. They would have been Boston. happy to have you, Welty. And then I had so I just saw it and I was like ah I can't make it. So I didn't, I didn't even bother like replying. But apparently they did provide travel. So. Yeah, you could have said his travel provide. You know. Yeah, I feel like usually when travel is provided, they hit you from the top saying, "Hey, we're willing to cover your travel." This Never guy got that. there. You know, I, some people disrespected me there. I had on the, those Don't same disrespect. Yeah, I had on the same like Dune New Balance nine nine seven non native. You know, and one of the guy, one of the one of the people there who I won't name was like. I thought you would have come with some heat. I'm like, man, if you don't know about this shoot, not that that's like the pinnacle of, of New Balance. Also, that first day wearing them was like rain and somebody bumped into him on the train. Actually, some guy from Concepts, I think his name was Andrew. He he gave me a little head nod for the, the New Balance. The Derek Jeter kid, respect. So, so, respect I saw him. so many people that, you know, Frank Clyburn who used to be at Adidas. Oh, yeah, shut up, Frank. Tom Carlio from, I mean, Dion, Madison, Annie. Every, everybody yeah, was in the, the building. Squad. Yeah, good, good, good times up there. DJ Clark. One of the... Clark was in there. One of the funnier stories, and this, this no one will be. There's actually I don't even know who the people are, so no one will be named on this. It's a very anonymous is this, story. Is this New Balance related? New Balance related, yeah. Matthias, everybody. Sorry. No. So I'm outside. This is like Jesus. way, way pan, pre-pandemic. This is like maybe like 2016, 2017. Mm -hmm. And you had the bucket hat with the stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm outside of uh, SNS. Um, I think this is maybe when SNS bar first open up where they were doing not even the bar was open but they were doing like a party downstairs or something yep and there was like all these random industry people there and there was two people outside and i believe there was one woman who worked for adidas who was talking to a guy who worked for new balance and this is like when adidas was having their little like boost run and they, he was just like hey you know i work for new balance like she, like you work in industry too like where do you work and mm. she's like oh i work at adidas he's like oh cool like we both work at sneaker companies and she's like yeah but you work for a trash ass brand wow, wow. okay wow. and he was do like you oh, oh you said you don't know i don't i don't, name, I don't so. remember who either yeah. of these people were that's why okay. i feel totally comfortable sit like telling this story no but i just remember like hearing this and like being like i liked adidas yeah and i love new balance too at the same time but hearing that mentality from someone at adidas where i felt like there was a lot of like not kinship but there was a lot of common shared 
uh, outlook on footwear mm -hmm. between, between New Balance and Adidas. Yes. Yeah. And to hear someone at Adidas who maybe, for my estimation, was maybe a new hire within all that boost era, okay. especially okay. someone talking like that, wow. saying you work for a trash-ass brand. That's rough. It kind of soured me a little bit on maybe what the future of Adidas was going to be, knowing that those that was the mentality of people behind the company. You went home the... and all your NMDs? No, you, but... You know what's funny? I thought that the conversation between them was going to be arguing over Matt Welty's loyalty and contract. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought they were going to be negotiating. Yeah, it took like, a left turn. Huh? I don't know why, I don't know why, that, I don't know why that one... Lit, it's such a random thing. It was like... It was like Midnight. It was like one. It was like yeah. late or whatever, and they yeah, were obviously people. Little, little West Twelfth Street. People had been probably drinking at the event, you know, yeah. and just to hear that, I don't know why. It's just like that one little thing, just dart, like stuck in my Man, brain. You get a couple complimentary drinks into a sneaker industry person at a, <laughs> yeah. at, a, at a launch event, and you you never know what you might hear on the street. You hear some. You hear some things fly. You hear some things fly. That's why I don't. I don't go. That's why I get joke. you back in the circuit. <laughs> Joe, have I? ever seen you like out and about at like a sneaker party um i mean the nike forum thing that's not really I a wasn't there, party so but nike that forum. that was probably the last the thing in 2020 oh yeah you know travis scott yep, Kendrick yep, Lamar yep. was there i was there Virgil, RIP, probably John not but yeah that's what maybe I'm just... maybe soon though yeah i don't know all right remember there was a big early on like kith party but i don't even know if you ended up going to that one either I might have been in the VIP. You just couldn't see me. <laughs> just kidding. No, just I was kidding. gonna say, how likely is it that Joel like Puma was like the Kith party? It's like a Kith Heineken party at like a maybe. That's a big Team Epiphany special. Oh, Team, yeah. Walked out of there with the free backpack. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Come on, we know the, the era. hoodie the, with the green tag. We know the era. Yes. Y'all want to give away some sneakers? Let's do it. It's that. It's about that time. Okay. I wasn't People sure. really like the the ones we gave away last week, the cactus plant dunks. Yeah. I think we have another. Do you know what we're giving away this week I with do. eBay? I don't know no. what it is. And it's right behind door number one. Okay, let me grab the sneakers Actually, out. This is our seat. sneaker giveaway for eBay for this week. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think I know what it is. I think we gave away a pair of these before, right? Oh, yes, we did. I know exactly what it is now. Yep. By the way, if you want to win a free pair of sneakers from the Complex Sneakers podcast, this is how it works. You go to ebay.complex.com. You do not go to the YouTube comments. You can go to the YouTube comments to discuss whatever you want, but just don't try and submit for this weekly contest in the YouTube comments. Go to ebay.complex.com and give us a question. If we pick your question and read your question on the air here and answer your question, we're going to send you a free pair of sneakers courtesy of eBay sneakers with the authenticity guarantee tag on there so you know it's real. Excuse me, I bumped into the mic at the end there. Is this a Homer SB Dunk Low? Yes. Yes, it is. We're giving away another pair of these? Oh, my God. Look at that. I always say that every time we open the box, I say, look at that. But these shoes are beautiful. We, we need a super cut of Joe going, look, look at, at that. that. Wow, look <laughs> at that, look at that. With I know we, we've mentioned this shoe on the podcast. I yeah. think we gave it away before, but I think even yeah. recently we, we... About a theme shoe that's not corny yeah. or something? Yeah. yeah. And people were like trying to hit me being like, oh, that's because it's not officially licensed. It's like, yeah, duh, I know that. You know? Right, right, but right. Still, it, and I feel like when Nike SB recently started doing proper collaborations, that kind of era you weren't a fan of that right of like there were the the, the whole build-up of nike sb and all these what, cool like what would you on. say is like one that was like an official collaboration recently i mean like 7-eleven oh, and, yeah, 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 and stuff right, like right. that i feel like you really were not rocking with that yeah and also i don't know if i had mentioned it on here one of my favorite moments of that shoe is Murs wearing it in the Batman music video? The Homer SB Dunk. Yes, I okay. Think whatever year that was, two thousand and six, yeah. two thousand five. I mean, I'm just a big fan of these because I'm a huge Simpsons head. Like yeah. we had every, 
we had VHS tapes, you know, of so many Simpsons episodes and every DVD box set after that. I had, I would ride the bus on the way to school, listen to the Simpsonic CD. Who's your favorite Simpsons character? Um, I'm a Mo guy. I don't know. I love them all. Mo is the bartender? Yeah. Hans I like, Moleman. What about the guy who always says the, the, um, <laughs> Nelson? Nelson yeah. Muntz? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Nelson's funny. What about I, Ralph? I, I did like Ralph the, Wiggins, of course. the, um, as I, I think I wore him on here, the Ned Flanders. Yeah, Adidas, and what was? But the, that's an official collaboration. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't the, what was the? It was the Krusty Burger. Oh, yeah, CX. they had a Krusty Burger pair. That's right. Yeah. Those were actually pretty good. Yeah. So, Joe, who are we giving these sneakers away to, and what was their question this okay, week? Okay, we are giving these shoes away to Jennifer Gleesberg. Excuse me if I'm mispronouncing the last name. Jennifer Gleesberg. Sounds very, good to me. Yeah, Dave Matthews. Very small font in the email, so um, not blaming him, but also. At least, at least size 14 <laughs> font, okay? Uh, the question is, how many pairs is too many for your collection? You can't put a number on it. I do. You count your pairs? No. I would say my answer to this is I, I wouldn't have a number, but when you liquidate a bunch, 40 here, mm -hmm. 40 there, and mm -hmm. don't ever think of wearing any pairs that are in that batch that you liquidated, mm -hmm. You probably should consistently do that. If there's a 40 that you give away, there's another 40. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that if you take inventory and, and shoes that you haven't worn in a long time besides like your classics, yeah, should always keep maybe liquidating or giving them away or, or something like that. That's that's what I would say. I don't I don't have a number though. Yeah. I th I think that this can uh, be applied to much more than sneakers. Yes, but I think the hard and fast answer for when what is too many sneakers mm -hmm. is one when it becomes a physical space issue where like hey, I'm right there where you're like the sort of person that you know you have sneakers like above your kitchen cabinets or yeah. something like that like you don't have enough space for the shoes yeah and i feel like that's where I'm, i don't have them above my kitchen cabinets but i'm like you're right there yeah where it's like why do i have 15 pairs of shoes that are also like in my bedroom compared to where the sneakers are you know yeah. like dedicated it, space it's just it's just house. overflowing and also the, the other two where i would say is too many is if you financially can't keep up with how much sneakers you're purchasing yeah. but that can apply yeah. to much more than sneakers Definitely. yeah 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 i think of it more numerically i really <sighs> so you know exactly how many pairs you have absolutely not okay but i know it's between like four and 500, I think. And I know I would really like to get down to 200. To me, 400 yeah. is too many. I, I, I don't know if I've mentioned it to y'all before, but ideally I would love to own just 100 pairs. And I think I could reasonably get to 200 right now, but like 100 and the breakdown is like 30 pairs of Nikes, 10 pairs of Reeboks, 10 pairs of Adidas, you know, just like yeah. give myself a limit on each category or each brand like that and mm -hmm. do it do it in that way because the, the tough part too is when you have so many shoes and you realize that you've just worn so many of them. So you have all these shoes, but like half of them are like worn of, once. Right? No, yeah. no, 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 no. Like oh. they're worn a bunch. Oh, well, that stuff it, I don't mind because then I'm just like I'm then, donating it or I'm throwing yeah, it away. That's true. Yeah. Um I am I am jealous though, I will admit this, of your of where your uh desk is situated in the office because you have that little like cove <laughs> yeah, where you can kind of like keep your sneakers yeah. all like wherever the, yeah where i'm just in like the the end middle of a row where like i can't stack my shoes against the wall because there's a window there yeah so they've there's no one here right now but they've spread across a few desks and people have been like hey don't you only have one desk in the office and you're like <laughs> no i definitely 
have very much taken advantage of the space I have here at the complex office to uh, I, deposit a lot of sneakers there. And I have too many sneakers here at the office. I guess the counterpoint is like being home for Easter this weekend. Mm -hmm. I was home for like three days. I probably wore three different pairs of sneakers like that I would never think of wearing. Like took a walk in the Air Max 95s, wore the Todd Snyder 997s. Remember oh, yeah. the Navy yeah, blue? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. wore Wealthy those. set you up with those? Yep, he got me, he, he hooked me up with those. And then like, yeah, went out Saturday night for some drinks and wore like a quartet, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there's not a number though. If you had, cause I'd be mad if I had a thousand pairs of shoes. I got close to that number. I think it not super close, but I'd be I'd be annoyed with myself if I got back up that high again. Remember when that was like the the mo or the goal to yes. be like, oh, I want to have like for sure three thousand pairs of shoes. Yeah, not anymore. Like, not definitely, cool. uh, definitely. As a younger person, I was like, that's that's what I want to be. And then I was like, oh no, that is. It validated like how much of a sneaker person you yeah. were. Like yeah. But yeah, I've done it with clothes, and someone I know has a rule like six months if you don't wear. Wow. Like, and they were like, you never miss it. I'm Man, not we're putting on... sneakers away for six years. No, but, but hoodies, but like hoodies and stuff. Okay. So I'm not on that yet, but I've done like a purge, and I, I didn't miss anything. So it just means that oh, I have to do. And I feel do like more. if you're not one of those people, and I'm not one of those people who's like super on top of keeping your sneaker collection like almost like cataloged and organized. Oh, I wish I had that. You know, the people where it's like, everything's like neatly like broken down and yeah, stocked yeah. and piled and there's like no random shoes it's anywhere. Beautiful. And you can go through and pull everything out or you're the sort of person that has like all the drop boxes so you can like actually survey yeah. your exactly whole footwear. Like maybe the pairs don't feel like as much because you have kind of... A better you, mental picture of exactly what you have. Is, yeah. Is there one recent like sneaker not not a grail i would say but one sneaker that you really wanted that you haven't undiest yet that you're waiting one that i own yeah yeah there's like old dunks from 2003 2004 that i've come really close to. actually i might do this for the season finale on full size run but i have the pair of uh this isn't a grail per se but just like jpack dunks mm. nice shoe dead stock sitting at my desk and i'm like oh i should just bring these out for full size run so uh not as much i mean i've talked about it on here before it's like i have a bunch of shoes that my thing is always like i want to wear the shoe for the first time mm -hmm. on something the show yeah so it's like there'll be stuff that like i want to wear it but it's just sitting there because i haven't like yeah worn it on an episode yet like i'm not just gonna wear it out on a saturday with my friends and then do whatever in it mm -hmm. and then somewhere down the road put it on yeah yeah i i would say to both of your point um i have some in mind but i'm waiting for like a big big episode like a finale we look forward to that yeah hopefully like we said jennifer has these sneakers coming here we're going to mm -hmm. put these away and we're going to bring on our guest for the week we haven't done a guest episode in a couple weeks but this is a good one this is a spicy one it's a timely one absolutely our guest on today's podcast is the chief creative officer for one of the most disruptive indie collectives in sneakers. Besides doing it out with major footwear brands, the company recently launched its app where you could buy limited products that always cause a stir, including the latest drop, a collaboration with Tyga on his Wavy Baby sneakers. Please welcome to the podcast, Mischiefs, Lucas Bentel. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. Yeah. How are you, Lucas? Yeah. Good, good. Got Doing the well. Wavy Baby. Yeah, got the Wavy Babies. Yep. And yeah. listen, it's been a week. We had Tyga, little self promo. We had Tyga on sneaker shopping. Go check that out. We mm -hmm. talked about it. We talked about these sneakers at length. I, I've seen them. The seating program is strong. Doja Cat. I've seen Usher. A bunch of bunch of celebrities mm -hmm. wearing them. Let's start here and, and talk about 
this experience with with this sneaker yeah i mean it's been a it, it's definitely been a wild ride it's uh it's something we've been working on for i mean over a year um from concept even pre taiga we were mm -hmm. planning on releasing this and really pu pushing it out and what we really wanted to do is you know just uh like really tread the line between a a classic and a um, completely out there sneaker concept like this is not this is not a normal thing i think originally mischief was doing a lot of mods um you know Custom where we did stuff, the, yeah satan we did like shoes. the satan yeah. shoes and the jesus shoes but mm -hmm. we wanted to uh, really build something from scratch. So the Mischief Sneaker Program has been uh, a real experiment in like making things from the ground up. And uh, it's really difficult going to factories saying like, we want to do this crazy yeah. shaped thing. It, that's honestly one of the most tricky processes. And uh, yeah, just working through it. And before we go any further, let's, like I said, you're wearing the wavy babies. We always say what's on feet. So mm -hmm. Lucas is wearing the the wavy baby Tiger collaboration with Mischief. You also have like a haircut to match it too? Am I oh, both? oh, I mean, this is more Wait, of what? like a, Wait. it's not, it's not a haircut to match. It's just like, this oh, like, oh, <laughs> oh, how'd wow. you know that? Brown. Look know. at this guy <laughs> paying attention. Sitting, wealthy is sitting the furthest from it. For people listening who can't see the visuals, Lucas has cut into his hair a, a shape that looks a little bit like I mean, it's, it's not specifically from the wavy, but it's been like, that's been like a pandemic haircut. That's Wait, is that what inspired the shoe? Down. They're just like sitting around and someone oh, saw yeah, the back I mean, of your head and was like, yeah, yeah, that's but, a good yeah. line for the judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when they <laughs> when they pull you in court, that's that's actually what inspired the shoe. Um, I have some Adidas Spezial Wensleys on. This is I've, I've had these on a lot lately. Maybe yeah. even on this program before. Yep. So I apologize. Mm -hmm. I went with the Mars Yard 2.0s. When I walked in real quick, and I know that Brendan always sits to the right and Joseph's in the middle, but with the tan pants and the Mars Yards, I was like, wait, why is Brendan sitting in? You thought sure. that Joe was doing a Brendan Dunn cosplay? I thought you were because I'm the Tom Sachs guy, right? I thought you were sitting in his seat. <laughs> it's, it's Joe. <laughs> I can see it. I got the Brendan Dunn fit on. Mm -hmm. uh, friend of the program, Ronnie Feig, A6 Gel Light Three. Yeah. Chalk. Nice by the way. Yep. Let's get back to these wavy babies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How hyped do you guys get when you guys get sued? Oh, oh. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, it means we're doing something good. I think. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's. Honestly, we're not not really worried about it too much. I think it it really the piece sort of speaks for itself, and we're definitely coming at this from more of an artist lens. I think mm -hmm. we really see ourselves, even though this is a we have a sneaker program, it's a brand. Mm -hmm. We see ourselves as an artist group, and we've been operating as an artist group for years at this point, and we do see these these as an extension of that artist practice that we've had. Why aren't you worried about it though? I mean, I think it's more we're we're like actively talking back and forth, and um, it doesn't. It's I think the piece I really believe speaks for itself. It's very different. There are other shoes that also tread the line between inspired and um, are complete knockoffs. I mean, even if you look back, even looking at like. Nike, like the Cortez, and ri yeah. like ripping on the Asics, what whatever the Corsair oh, or something, tiger. yeah, yeah, is like that, or or like even Balenciaga and seeing what Demna's doing with um, Asics, and, yeah, yeah, that one and stuff like that. There, there's a bunch of inspired by pieces that exist, and we're not saying that this isn't from there, but it is completely different from what they 
have been putting out and it, it, it uses that as an anchor and as a base, but um, there's a lot of discussion about how transformative does something have to be to be a completely unique piece. And um, we're very confident that this is a unique piece in that sense. I gotta, I gotta say some words here that maybe you can't say, just so people yeah. understand. Vans sued Mischief this week, or was it the end of last week, excuse me? Yep. End of last week after <laughs> sending out a couple cease and desist to mm -hmm. you and to Tyga as well before mm -hmm. that. They're saying that your wavy baby sneaker is a knockoff of the Vans Old School, which mm -hmm. it certainly looks a lot like the Vans Old School, mm -hmm. probably on purpose, and the, really? the box <laughs> the box looks like uh, it as well. Yeah. Um, you're saying you're not worried. I, I, I talked to Dan, one of the co-founders of Mischief, and mm -hmm. he said y'all also have a new general counsel too, we right? We do. So, somebody He's... who used to work for the Obama administration, is that correct? I mean, wow. he worked with Obama. He uh, uh, worked for RBG. Uh, mm. He's very good. He says we have, you know, a cannon on our shoulder that's the First Amendment, and uh, I think we're we're in pretty good hands. Yeah. And I, I mean, and I think the, the mischief project has been one of like trying to touch things that are seen as sacred by a lot of people and just try to push that push those boundaries. So I think it's been it's been um, you know an interesting experience, but I, I'm just very confident in our position at the moment. So. Did you always set out to disrupt with whatever kind of comes your way, mm -hmm. whatever consequences come your way? Like, and I guess when, before you're about to drop them, are you waiting like, we haven't heard yet, we haven't heard yet, or are you fully expecting that you're probably, you, you may go through some litigation? I mean, to be quite frank, I was not expecting them to do anything okay. about this piece. We've done things that are much worse and have had many, <laughs> bigger people coming after us. Who's the biggest who's come after mischief? I mean, I don't know. We had, Nike was probably the biggest mm -hmm. one, yeah. but um, there there was also, you know, just little bits of back and forth with like Boston Dynamics and other, you know, people. They in make the robots? Art world what is that, Boston Dynamics? They, they make, make the those robots. little spot robots. Yeah, yeah. So we did a, we did a piece where we got a uh, Boston Dynamics spot robot and put a paintball gun on the top mm. of it and let people online control mm. the robot in a art gallery and sort of like shoot up the art gallery, which is just sort of pointing to this insane, um, you know, militarized future of these robots. And they were very upset about that because um, they, you know, they have all these like really, show up at your yeah, yeah, and, kill you, and, and they have you all these like really cute videos of the dogs, you know, pouncing up and down. But I mean, when it comes down to it, they're as a company, you know, started by military funding, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But it, I, I think, I think we, we just, we take them as they come and everything, I think the one thing we said when we started was we never wanted to do the same thing twice. So every single project has been completely unique and in a completely different space. I think sneakers is the one object category that we've, um, besides expressly fine art that we've really doubled down on doing. Mm -hmm multiple versions of in um, as a medium uh, because I think sneakers are such a good medium to have these like really crazy stories yeah so everyone I've spoken to about this shoe mm -hmm. says if someone was walking down the street and I told you that the person across asked you what the person across the street was wearing mm -hmm. they'd say they're wearing a pair of vans wouldn't you say that that uh, sort of like viewpoint by like the general public would have you know, like the court of law in Vans's favor versus yours. I Just mean, the fact that the average person really wouldn't be able to, unless you like sat there and 
looked at it with you know a, a magnifying glass and saw the label on the back and saw that it read this but just like if you walked across the office and you were wearing a pair yeah, of those I mean, sneakers I, it's I, a pair of vans i think they're yes i mean these are the anchor of the shoe like the base of the shoe before our transformation is of course a vans and i think there's no doubting that and we are completely playing into that um space but it's it there there are a few things number one i think it is a really unique transformation that vans would not ever have done i wouldn't even say like i have a pair right now and i'd love even if you like put them on and walked around you'll see this is not it's not the greatest on foot feeling Functional. shoe it is really <laughs> it's a heavy it, shoe it, it is a heavy shoe i mean i can take them out if or yeah, i'm not yeah, sure yeah, what yeah, you I'm guys want to oh. i'll just pass them yeah. pass Go them on. around but i they're in our sense it's sort of we are in the in the business of making visual images that we put out into the world and put it, putting out these really interesting critical concepts and and this in our mind is an image it's cool. sort of like if you want to be a you know like a, like if we're if we're talking about Sorry. things that are untouchable to us frequently you would you would think you know like big brands you walk outside you you look at the street you're seeing um, you know, just advertising everywhere. And these are things that are untouchable. They're like sacred in right. some sense. You're not allowed and, to, you're not allowed and to at the same sense, we're level. just completely inundated by it all the time. So I think one of the things that we really play on and like play with is just trying to push those boundaries of like what we as people interacting in the world can, uh, can touch and mess with. Yeah. So um, th this is a play in that space. And we've had many other plays in that space previously um, that that really range from very fine art related things to some of these. Let's go back to the first sneaker. Was it the Holy Water one? It was. It was. So I remember like seeing it in resale stores and I remember Yachty had a pair. Yeah, Drake had yeah, a pair. Yeah. Right? Drake had a pair. Drake too. had a pair. Yeah. Exactly. And that one, yeah. was there a lot of controversy with that one or not so much? And then it seems like you guys just wanted to turn it up a little bit. I mean, there there was... There was a bit of controversy, but there was nothing that made us think that it was going to be any mm. bit different. Like, there's a whole mod modding community for sneakers, yeah. and I think we saw them very much as fine art objects. They were, for better or for, I mean, they were priced as fine art objects. We priced them at, um, the Jesus shoes were 1425 because the Bible verse where uh, Jesus walked on water is Matthew 1425, and the Satan shoes were something like 1018 or 1016. Um, something in the Bible referencing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where, yeah, um, like Satan falls from heaven. So it's it was very much, it was priced as an art object. We weren't really even thinking, to be quite frank, I didn't even know if people were going to buy them and wear yeah. them. because uh, Yeah, because, yeah. and then they ended up, they ended up really blowing up. And um, I mean, especially because Drake got a pair and, um, but I, I think then that led into the Satan shoe, which we were, going to do no matter what, but we there was such a good storyline with Lil Nas X descending from heaven, going to hell. Mm -hmm. it, it just seemed like a match made in heaven for that one. And that one was- <laughs> Is that a match made in heaven? Did yeah, you have yeah, the shoe yeah. idea first, or you partnered, or you discussed with Lil Nas X first, or it yeah, like ceremoniously yeah. so came together? E everything Mischief does, because we are a collective of, of artists thinking about all these concepts all the time. We have a bank of thousands of ideas and the idea when working with us always comes from us first like we won't work with anybody on someone else's idea that's just not our style mm -hmm. like we don't we don't want to work with like we we will we will work like 
talk back and forth, but I think the initial concept and conception comes from within our collective. And it, it's a bunch of us. So this is like a And very... then you're placing who may work with this well. Yeah, yeah. Whose blood is in the sneakers? I mean, a little bit of mine, so. Actual, Who's what? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Your blood is in the shoes, the, yep. the little Nas X Satan shoes? Really? Yeah. How, did, how did you draw it? Uh, we had, uh, you know, some syringes and wow. someone that was... Uh, Lucas, you really put a syringe in your arm for this shit? We did. We did. I mean, it was... It, there's a whole, you know, there's a whole history of, mm -hmm. of like, kind of wacky blood in art mm -hmm. type things. And, and it was, for better or for worse, we were really thinking of those as as art pieces. I know now this is sort of transcending into more of a a straight sneaker. Yeah, you have a sneakers space. app. Like, yeah. and, so, and so that is us sort of pushing those buttons a little more in some sense because I think we were told that we couldn't do certain things and we said we're going to just figure out how to make them ourselves so that's that's sort of the impetus behind pushing um you know an actual sneaker brand mischief sneakers when you approached tiger with this one was there any hesitation because of what happened with the Lil Nas X thing and the controversy? Uh, I mean, I, I'm going to be quite frank. I had no hesitation at all, but I possibly other people did. It was just that it seemed transformative enough to 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 pass, um, you know, pass that boundary. It's sort of, for example, I have an image of 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 uh, Vans old school this and then a shoe that's warped out you know warped to shit so much that you couldn't tell and like more where, so than this more, more so, so than, than the this. Way so, so if yeah. we went back and we were like okay let's warp this even more okay now is it okay oh wait if we warp it even more is it okay now like mm. where along that spectrum does it lie and i think there there's some back and forth that could be had in terms of you know trade dress and specifically other things and i'm going to leave that to the legal team and like everything's we're just talking everything's in good faith right now so mm. i but in term, in our perspective, this is a transformative piece. It's like a very different object. It's funny because I thought you said is sneakers in your blood. Not oh yeah, yeah. So a little <laughs> yeah, background, yeah. like, are who's the sneakerhead out of the group, or are you guys all sneakerheads? And and what like brief history do you have? Yeah, I mean, I think there are there are a lot of us that are sneakerheads. How many people are in it? So. Uh, it's it started with five of us. Okay. And mischief. Mischief. Yeah. And now we're a group of thirty. So it's been And you got the Wordle guy. We did. We did. We wow, did get the Wordle that. guy, but Go Ducks. <laughs> Go, yeah, I'm sorry. He's great. Uh, <laughs> Go Ducks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he went Go. to University of Oregon. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that doing a Satan shoe like the week or week or before of Easter, can you just say that like probably in pretty bad taste for people, you know, to kind of try to put it out there? Um just being quite frank about it, I did not even when we when we were putting out, we did not even realize that that was, you know, Holy Week or whatever. Just a little bit of background. I've spent a lot of time. My family's very Catholic. I spent a lot of time in Catholic school. My siblings were literally baptized in St. Peter's in the Vatican. I I have a, like a lot of just how did they feel about it? I they're they're all, you know, OK with it. I think for some I mean, I'm like a recovering Catholic in okay. some sense, but it's um, it's 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 a culture and a thing that I think we can, as people that exist within that system, and that I think we can speak on it. I think Little Nas X, for example, you know, his line about how he's been told to go to hell um, his whole life, mm -hmm. from a specifically from like a Christian religious point of view, 
And um, then when he goes to hell, that's when everybody is extremely upset. <laughs> is sort of telling. It's it's a mm. little bit of a, um, you know, without without heaven, there's no hell um, scenario. I think it's it's it is important for us as people to be able to look out onto the world and reflect back what we are seeing. And mm-hmm. I think, I mean, specifically from my perspective, and many other people also within the company have various relationships with religion, the whole mischief experiment was, can we make work and position it right in front of uh, the people that we actually want to engage with? Right. Um, via sneakers. And, well, via sneakers is one way. I mean, yeah, early yeah, on, yeah. it was early on. It was like otherwise it was we- it's, you know, websites, yeah, different things. Email lists, I mean, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, were, you, were your parents upset about the sneakers at all? You said growing no, up. No, no, not at all. Household. I think they were, uh, they were very supportive. And I, I think they really? sort of you made realized, it Cause like yeah. my mom would be so upset. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, I have a similar experience of, you know, having grown up in a very religious setting, mm-hmm. but my mom would be so appalled if I ever made a Satan shoe. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it's, it's a little bit, it comes, it comes and goes. It's, it's a lot of, you know, just, Discussion. I think my parents are very creative yeah. people individually, and I think they really do realize that a lot of this is about creative expression yeah. and just being able to reflect what's coming back to us in the world mm-hmm. in a way where, I mean, it can start conversations and really engage. Yeah. I, I do want to like get, get back to whether it's like booking covers or booking our shows and like things matching up. So with Lil Nas X, though... How did you like get word that he was going to do this kind of like themed video and and stuff like that for the album rollout? Mm-hmm. And how did it match up? Like, how does that conversation even start? Yeah, I mean, shout out to uh, Daniel Greenberg, who right. you've yeah, talked to. to Dan he a number of is times. Um, like mischief is the melding of many minds. Like, so maybe from my perspective, I'm talking much more from an artistic standpoint. Dan is he is a connector of people and somehow through the ether of just talking to people he he made the right connections and ended up talking to um, is it like a label yeah. though or no i, I can't imagine like can't i don't imagine. believe it was a i think okay. it was through um his management at okay the time. Nas X's yeah management. yeah um but i know he was a very excellent collaborator yeah. <laughs> he was into it yeah, <laughs> yeah i interviewed him he had no qualms about yeah you you said that at the company that people have many different outlooks on faith. Was there anyone inside the company who disagreed with you making the shoe? I mean, every once in a while there, you know, because we're, we're a collective of people and we all have various perspectives. I think everything is a conversation to some extent. And I, and I think that's, um, that's important. And, and I, to be quite frank, I don't think anybody was opposed to that piece. I think there were other there are other things that we have done um, that we've had much more debate internally about. This one seemed Somebody like thinking a no- that like maybe you were crossing a line. That yeah, you didn't yeah. Want to Th- cross. This one seemed like a no brainer. Yeah. One um, of the interesting thing I think about some of these lawsuits around. So, Nike sued Mischief over the Satan shoes, and Vans mm-hmm. is suing Mischief over the Wavy Baby shoes. The Satan shoe is a collaboration with Lil Nas X, and the Wavy Baby shoe is a collaboration with Tyga. These footwear brands mention in their lawsuits these collaborating artists, but they don't mention them as defendants. They're not named as defendants. Do you do you have any insight into like the legal process as to why Nike's not suing Lil Nas X or not suing uh, Tyga think, as well? I think they don't want to have the wrath of extremely influential people in our culture. Yeah, I think that at the end of the day, that is my assumption, and I, I mean, I. 
probably shouldn't even be saying too much more on, or I shouldn't speculate, right. let's say, but I, my impression is it's right now we are definitely the little guy. I mean, we're literally working out of a garage in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's our setup and we're very scrappy and I don't think everybody, I mean, we're not, we're not a household name like Lil Nas X or Tyga at all. I think in our mind, it's sort of through these collaborations, we can, um, you know, push some of these concepts even further into mm-hmm. a mainstream. But when, when Lil Nas X was on social doing all the memes and stuff, what did you guys think about? Did <laughs> oh you think like God, he should chill out or would you? No, or? I mean, he was, he was going, he made a, he made a whole beautiful video going in, in court, you know, mm, yeah. he kept saying he was going to go to jail. I mean, we were, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, it was, it was internally, we, we weren't saying, we couldn't say anything, but mm-hmm. he was at liberty to, do whatever he but wanted. So. Th- does like a little Nas X or a Tyga, do they not hit y'all freaking out like, oh, you're getting sued? Am I going to get sued? You know, I'm not entirely sure. I, I also feel like they're um, they're fairly well positioned just in terms of like having e- a legal every, team. Yeah, yeah. Every, everything in place already as opposed to, you know, us where it's a little more of a scramble. I mean, I think now we're pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Um, but. Is there like a lot of those shoes still like out there, or or you had to like? Didn't I read that you had to destroy the, destroy them? The Satan shoes? Um, I don't I don't know what I can okay. talk about, yeah. unfortunately, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. with with regards to this. But um, uh, they're they're just out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After the controversy, did some like high profile people hit you up to get them? Uh, yes, a lot. Like many more than I was expecting. Mm. And I think the funny thing was, um, before some people were, um, very afraid of even accepting them, but the I Satan think, show specifically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then after, after it went out, there were a number of people who were like, Oh my gosh, I really, I should have mm. said yes. And we were like, sorry, you know, mm. we were, yeah. Do you pay attention to the other lawsuits like John Geiger, Warren Lotus? Like, what are your thoughts on people like that? Do you, do you talk yeah, to those yeah. people? Yeah, I mean, you... we've um, I've never spoken to John uh, personally, but I there are s- some of us at Mischief who have talked to him, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I do. I do think it's an it's a it's an interesting space to be in because of that. So I'm I'll be interested to see what comes about with John's stuff, and like I don't know. Shout out to him, honestly, for just keep you know pursuing it yeah. and push and pushing it on. So, but um, yeah, it's it's something that's in the back of our heads. But I, I think we're because we are in some sense outsiders of the sneaker space coming in from more of this fine art perspective. It's it's uh, it's an interesting mix where he's just he's been in it the whole time yeah he um, comes from the sneaker space yeah. i think a little more than y'all yeah so would you say you don't really come from the sneaker space were you like no i mean go like going back to your question yeah. before like how many of us are sneakers yeah. and yeah. how many of us aren't i would say um me personally i've loved sneakers since i was a kid mm-hmm. i you i had just, on the osiris yeah, D3. Yeah, D3. do you like not obscure but like yeah. older models like that what kind of like yeah i mean i i've Right now, I've been really, you know, wearing those D3s out because uh, it's just such a crazy, <laughs> crazy shoe to have existed. The one thing I realized from making these from scratch with everybody at Mischief, I think we all realized that 
it's so freaking hard to make some mm. like a shoe, a shoe. Yeah, yeah. from scratch with the tooling. It's it's actually it's very expensive. Not only that, it takes some like real engineering and some like lots of back and forths and iterations. And I think we're we're learning right now. We've taken one or two stabs so far, but I I we're we have some things coming down the pipe that I think are really going to push some of the um, boundaries in that space. Is but. the goal to make your own sneaker that doesn't look like a Vans, doesn't, in you know, customize mm -hmm. Nike Air Max 97s? I feel like, I feel like yeah. you have to at some point because I feel yeah. like some oh, people are looking the, at this thing uh, like... Is that yeah. the natural you, you, progression for you? You end up looking you? like a one-trick pony, oh, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, 100%. I think we already have things in the pipe that are going to be completely different. Okay. So it uh, look out for those, but it's, I think... The reason that we operate in this way is that it, it really is a a move in like the way we've interacted with culture as an artist group has been essentially one of sampling cultural objects. And that's where when I was saying cultural ready-mades, that's just mm -hmm. how we sort of think of things. So playing with some of these visuals, I mean, you can even see it with, I think Demna is doing the best at Balenciaga with this. Like he is sampling culture and spitting it back out, chopped and screwed in different ways um, that ha resonate because because you have those associations with the Vans beforehand. Like, you're going to resonate with this shoe differently. If we had just taken a normal silhouette of a shoe mm -hmm. and that, that had nothing to do with anything that we designed from scratch, waving it might not have made it seem as crazy as this. Mm -hmm. I think because we're starting from the base of a van, which is in my mind, the platonic ideal of skate shoe. Like mm -hmm. if you think of skate shoe, that that's just, they are it in that sense. And I, I would say, this is not even a skate shoe. This is, this is, this is a, it's this like is a, a disclaimer fashion on piece the bottom, or an right? art like... object in my mind. <laughs> if you didn't do it with Taiga, who, who else were you going to do it with? Uh, we would have just done it ourselves. Okay. But um, it, he really loved it from the moment he saw it. And it was already in production, sort of like initial, design um, and engineering stabs by the time we had seen it. So it was, we were come hell or high water, we were gonna release this and it, he he just loved it and it just seemed like it would amplify it um, considerably. And and it did, seeing yeah. the seating, I think that oh, that's a, seating lot, was crazy. A, lot, a lot to credit to um, yeah. to him for, for that. Do you think doing the Air Force One and not really creating a buzz, it fell flat? Yeah, I think with the with the uh, with the tape shoe that was this is the shoe. I, I'll say it. So yeah, the air it looks like an Air Force One, but it's yeah. it's not technically an Air Force One. Yeah, it's got it's got a another wavy sole. Mm. Uh, Liquify is a. Uh, are we a, all good on a, that a one, or are they coming after you for that? Uh, they're not. Okay. So, Nike, no. Yeah, no, no so, cease I mean, and that, that is a much. So for that one, because of. Um, I'm just trying to think what I can what I This is very interesting to me. But um, that is a complete. Th there are similarities along the sidewall of the sole, mm -hmm. and, and the sole obviously is derived from an Air Force One, but it is uh, transformed enough to um, make it okay for us to use. And and liquify as as like that you know Photoshop um, tool. Like we're manipulating it digitally and then just. Um, trying to spit it out in this visual form. The the upper is completely different from an Air Force One. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. it is it's a similar silhouette, but it is very different. And I think going to the point of like John 
Geiger, like he's much, he's treading the line much closer yeah. than we were. And because of our history, uh, we decided to kind of push it a little farther away. But I th- be more conservative. Be, on that yeah, one. yeah, yeah. But for, I think we just it was a cathartic experience because for us we wanted to say, like, hey, we're coming out of underneath this previous lawsuit mm-hmm. and settlement. And and in the end of the day, like we. The settlement. The one thing we can say is, like Nike agrees that we did absolutely nothing wrong, and they really that's that, part of it. Yeah, and yeah, and the, and and we agree that Nike did nothing wrong. That was part of uh, among a number of other things. But in terms of public facing thing, I think that that's it because it was it was a mod and it was it it really was transformative enough. It's like if I buy an object and I'm making you know yeah. x number of editions by hand and and I like you know painted or, or drawn it differently what's why should i be stopped from yeah selling it because i've added something to it i've like transformed it from where it was previously yeah i i don't know i'm really hoping that you guys get a little bit further with this vans lawsuit because one of the thing about all these sneaker lawsuits is nothing ever goes to trial and and things are always mm-hmm. settled so we we've joked about it before on here and privately how like this is the stuff that I love yeah, sneaker law you know yeah, yeah. this is like your oh. dream <laughs> I'm yeah. up at Pacer every day but like it seems like y'all are being a little bit more flippant with Vans than you were with Nike the statement Mischief put out in response to the lawsuit around this shoe was kind of you know not as not as tame maybe as as your response to the Nike thing and you even put out the business where Vans had wanted to maybe split the profits with you and they they talked about maybe collaborating with you why, why was mm-hmm. there such a different approach and was it all enticing to just be like okay let's let's rock with Vans on this one you know yeah i mean i have I, the loss actually i got to so, pull this out this is a big lawsuit vin diesel is is oh mentioned in this gosh, lawsuit this I've is not like 130 even seen the <laughs> seeing it printed is a lot is a lot different but i did you see the vin diesel part um, I did not. I, I but I did comb through all this. So. You haven't. You haven't looked through this lawsuit. They're suing you, and you haven't looked through it, Lucas. Did you use up oh your allotted gosh. company like printing? <laughs> did you put that on, yeah, yeah. on company time? On, yeah, I did. Did you didn't see the Vin Diesel part? I, I don't. I don't remember it specifically. They're mentioning all the famous of... people who've like worn the shoes over the years, including Tyga. Oh, crazy. and they mentioned that um, Vans. Vans were yeah, and they mentioned Vans. that Vin Diesel wore them in Triple X. Oh, crazy. That's you? good. I mean, so <laughs> I think I think to your um, flipping. Yeah, I, I don't think we're being flipping. Also, the, a bit of this I probably let's see. I'm, I'm just being careful with yeah, my yeah, words yeah, yeah. here. Under, understandable. Um, but uh, like, I think we are we are approaching it all from the Mister perspective in as much good faith as possible. I think there were some um, a number of just sort of miscommunications between. Our team and their team, you, for lack between of a mischief work. and Vans. Uh, yes, which yeah. is where that initial statement was coming from. But it's not. We're not. Like, Vans is iconic, and I'm not. We're we're not trying to take away from them. We're just trying to do. Call them else. a hidebound institution or something. Yeah, like. I mean, let's. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll revisit okay. that. But it's. <laughs> um, I think it's like we we are we're trying to operate in as good faith as possible. As possible, and I and I think I'm just um, gonna let that f- at the moment ride with our with our legal team sure. and uh, just sort of see where it lands. But I think we're like not not anyway knocking Vans. Like no, they, come on, the yeah, statement yeah. you are knocking Vans of the statement, Lucas. You can't yeah, back yeah, down yeah. from the statement. This is Mitch's official statement, man. You say, what did you say here, Lucas? I gotta hold you to this. I'm oh, loading. I mean, please, I'm loading it up here. Please hold me to it. 
It says Vans is a hidebound institution hiding behind its past heritage as a creative youth brand. In quotes, yeah, you 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 gave him the scare quotes. You said, "In 50 years of sneaker releases, never have any of their shoes gotten this much attention pre-release." You're kind of shitting Ooh. on Vans. There. Come on, man, this is spicy. I'm, you guys are being spicy. Lean into I, it, okay, Lucas. I, I'm not. Yeah, we were. We were. We the wavy baby is transformational sense, but... above and beyond anything Vans would ever attempt. You put LMAO in the in the oh, statement. Yeah, I mean and that is true. I do remember. <laughs> Maybe you didn't we write the that. statement, but no, no, we wrote the statement. I'm, sorry, yeah, yeah, I meant like oh, not you course. personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I have some lines in there. And others are <laughs> a couple <definitely>. bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But um, no, I think. Let's see. I think that was also written immediately after some conversation breakdown yeah this is um, kermit on a typewriter and, and, exactly and so i think we're we're in a slightly different uh yeah we're just in a slightly different spot at what, the what would you say to someone that would say that you're thinking too highly of yourself through that statement i i think i don't because i personally when yeah. i read that i'm like dude get out of here yeah. you know what i mean like i i don't believe anything that you said yeah. in that statement at all mm-hmm that like Vans is like, oh, we did so much things better than them. It's like, no, you didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, okay. I mean, so the one you thing I you know? the one thing I would say is just as a group, like we will never simp for any brands. Um, and I mean, you don't like, have to, but to just but be like, like honest within a lawsuit to like say like, oh, we've done so much greater than they ever have. It's like you no, haven't. No, no, no. I mean, no, but if you, you haven't. Re- please read the law the that statement um, because I from the. From the background, like we are not not Vans is iconic. Like the reason the reason we are using Vans and sampling it in this way um, is because it is so iconic. It mm-hmm. is such an iconic brand. It is. It does have such um, such a visual that exists in culture in our heads that is inescapable. It's it's just this. It's um, it is. That's why I said earlier, it is the platonic ideal of a skate shoe. It is the skate shoe. So because it exists like that, it, in my mind, it becomes almost like a Kleenex of, of sorts, you know, where it's it's so ubiquitous that just becomes the term for it. It's a visual Kleenex. Um, and, and I think we operating in this world on the Internet where we're just making things and looking at images day in and day out, we want to create compelling imagery that engages with um, th- those like iconic, immovable things you can't things. touch. Yeah. And and I think that is that that has been our mo from the beginning. From from the I- initial conception of mischief, it was we're not going to be scared by anything. We're going to nothing is sacred. Nothing is off the table in that sense. And I think it's healthy for us to have these discussions and actually play into some of this because of that. So, so the statement plays into it. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? And, and like kind of to his point, I would say, would you agree that you go into it where like you have reverence for the brand or mm-hmm. whatever? Obviously, like even in, yeah. in the sneaker shopping episode, I'm like, it's a van, you know, it looks yeah, like yeah, yeah. a van's. You, you do have like, you know, s- some sort of like love for the brand. But then when they come after you or is resentment immediately built up? <laughs> Um, I think for some of us, yes. For me personally, uh, I I realize that a lot of a lot of it is, um, it's coming from many people. Like Vans is a a singular brand, but it is many people. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, yeah, they're they're they. 
on one hand, like even for the Satan and Jesus shoes, I was talking to people at, you know, Nike who were saying they loved it. Interesting. And I don't know, you can even look up, I think there's a, there's a, a colorway that came out for Air Max 97 that literally takes the... You feel like they ripped you guys off? No, I'm not saying they ripped us off. I'm just saying they were inspired as well, or could be. And, yeah. I, and I think <laughs> inspiration is not... T- being inspired by and building off of things is not um, a bad thing. I mean, Nike itself is built as a brand. Their first shoes were built on Asics. Yeah, um, I, I do think that's a little different, though, because Phil Knight was actually working with Onitsuka Tiger. I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've or, heard that before. I think that just – I have to disagree with you on that because I think it's a little bit of a cop-out. So out. even even Vans, Vans – in some, if you look at the Wikipedia page for Vans, there's a line in there that I was looking at. They they talk about how Vans took Keds and rebrand. So Vans ran by you know <laughs> coming with coming from Keds, right. like pulling some of their things. And I mean, Keds sued Vans. It's just like it's just like you just hear it all, and you're like. Yeah, it's like a brand like Vans is trying to create a product that has function, so they're using pre-existing technology to create something, right? Right? Like that's what they use. That's they, what you're, that, no, but that's no one. That's what you're saying, right? I'm not like I'm not putting words in your mouth. You're saying that Vans took Ked's soul because they had like, you know, they had the vulcanized soul, which was used for, which was uh, used. Which this, and speaking of which, this is not a vulcanized soul. This is a injection. Okay, but Vans had a vulcanized <laughs> yeah, soul, yeah, yeah. and the whole reason behind the shoes was is because Keds had a vulcanized soul. Yeah, first. because they were yeah. made to be yeah. shoes that you could use on the docks um, in West Coast California that wouldn't mm-hmm. slip. That was the main functional purpose behind it, and they're trying mm-hmm. to create the technology to use that. Mm-hmm. You're mean, not taking this because you're not taking Vans's. Mm-hmm functional technology because you want to forever create a brand that makes shoes that have a rippled sole on it you're not so, sorry I, i'm i'm a little lost on the on the on but the they're taking some here, they're taking something you're saying that that vans has more of an excuse to do that because it has yes. a functional purpose whereas mischief doesn't have a functional but they're purpose using, in but doing they're this. using the like you said you're using the example of someone recreating technology in the past to like you know kind of found a footwear it, it brand wasn't, for what it's worth i don't even think it was technology in the past it was silhouette and and technology from the past i sketchers is not sketchers is not a brand to look up to necessarily <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in my mind but they are 100 percent built on taking what's popping off in a different space. They also got sued by Adidas and lost, you know? Yeah, I mean, and they've got, but let's see, what am I, what am I trying to say here? I think there's a difference between what, 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 um, there's a difference between what some, someone like a Skechers is doing and something that, for example, a Balenciaga is doing. And I think I agree we, with that. we on this. Do you agree with that? I agree with that. Okay. But I just Great. think so that like I, some of the examples you're trying to give, it's n- like you're kind of like dancing around concepts that don't really relate to what you're doing, so, so, but you're using it as the example to kind of give yourself a pass on it, no, which I, mean, so, I don't think is, I don't think that like, that's it. You know what I mean? I just being honest with you, I don't think it's it. Okay, I mean, so we uh, no great. I I welcome this debate. This like, is why we're here. Let, let's <laughs> go. Let's this is go. why we're here. So, for example, even talking about the shoe that I saw you in, or, or I was wearing earlier, the D three. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I can tell, like, even from from that, that like the the redo of it with Under Armour, in right. my mind, was like. I mean, there's you know lots of controversy within that shoe sure, here sure, and sure. there, but in my mind, that was in a like an iconic piece when ASAP did it. Like and I and it actually 
cold even though, back. And even you, did, though, you disagree. No, that shit was awful. See, okay. I thought you were going to say it was too conservative because... Under Armour remade the shoe and they kind of just like made the exact shoe and it wasn't transformative in the yeah, way that I mean, some of the mission stuff in, in the way that we would transform it, it's definitely different. Yeah. Like like we when we're or not different. It's so yeah, yeah, yeah. When in the way that we transform like we are starting from imagery, like objects in visual culture. Like that's that's what we're playing with. I think for for Under Armour, when they were doing that design, they were definitely looking to um you know, it, it was a very similar silhouette, but yep. not exact. Yep. Um, and so I think for this specific piece, we really needed to start, like it was necessary to start from a Vans to have all this hype and conversation around it. Um, and, and because of that, it's sort of like if I'm, if I'm making artwork and I'm not sampling from the right, like if we started, I'm, if we started the shoe without, from a fresh design and just right. warped it ourselves, it would not have had the same impact. And I think we are very like we do. That's one actually I was wondering that. Yeah. I was wondering that like because it's not that I'm guessing no one likes to get sued, but like, do you the controversy? Do you welcome it if it goes very large as to people not caring? I mean, I in terms of people not caring, not caring about it just coming out and maybe it doesn't. Yeah, get, like if I honestly think it's like if these lawsuits stop happening, like mischief like ceases to like be part of the conversation. I mean, we've had for, for what it, for what it's worth, we've had, um, you know, three years, we've had one previous lawsuit and three years of like insane attention to, a but lot in the of sneaker the world, in the sneaker world, not doing other collaborations. Yeah. Okay. So I, what I would say is like, let's, let's touch base you know, in a couple months when we do a few new releases, and I'd love to show you some of the new things that are popping up. He going to do a statement to you about the, with the LMAO. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, LMAO I, I, statement I, coming? I, I, no, I, no, I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, kidding. I, it's, 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 I, I think part of this is, is like exciting for us in yeah. that sense. But yeah, I, I mean, Matt, from your perspective, I'm curious to hear just the, on the spectrum of a Balenciaga Demna runner to a, the A61. Um, a two, well, the A61. Yeah, the Mizuno looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. The mm -hmm. A61. Uh, to, like, to like a Skechers or like that. What are you, where is your mind? Like, is that not transformative enough when well, he's I, literally I taking I just think that it's like the, the difference between it is, is that Skechers is like, their whole business model is just based off of ripping off literally what's popular and trying to disguise it at a, at a lower price point and sell it at mass market. We gotta be careful because Skechers might sue us. They're very care. litigious. They go for yeah. it. Um, <laughs> go for it. He's, he's gonna be we'll the one paying. We'll all be in court. Yeah, like. Balenciaga, while I'm not a personally a fan mm -hmm. of those shoes, they're taking reference points and creating something new at the end of the day, but they're not trying to really like book it as like an ASICs, right? I don't know. I, I, haven't, mean, ta I haven't talked to Denma, but you didn't text him? No, I didn't text him. <laughs> but oh, well, yeah. it does feel like, we'll given some up. of the track record, <laughs> that the whole point was with this simply was just to create a pair of vans that's going to get you in trouble and get people on the internet talking about it. For, yeah, That's I mean, my whole takeaway so with for, all this. Also, initially, just back to the beginning, for what it is worth, in like, I, I and we collectively had no thought that this was going to be such an issue, and I don't. No think way! You didn't think you were going to get sued over this? No, no. 
I really didn't. Like, hands down didn't. But Everybody else did, Lucas. <laughs> oh, I mean, I hands down did not. And I because because of all the other, I mean, examples and, and things that we've talked about, how, like, where along the spectrum of transformation is it, yeah. does it become okay? Um, and I think it's... To to the to the Demna point, I think, and and the Balenciaga runners, the logo similarities between that and if you just took this stripe, like or, or the their Asics and Asics are very very close. But if Asics wants to sue them, I'm totally okay with it too. So it's not like I'm like dying on the hill of Denma. Yeah, but I but I don't. I'm totally okay with but that. But I but I also don't think they would win that lawsuit. You don't think Asics would win that lawsuit? No. That yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. Because I, it's a different category of space. This is also, for what it's worth, a $220 shoe, which is – and Van sells their shoes for 50 bucks. I We should probably not get too specific, <laughs> and I'm realizing maybe there, there are some things I shouldn't even be mm. um, expressly expressing at the moment. But I think it just um, – yeah, I think it, it's sort of – it's sort of an interesting conversation along where along this line is it – transformative i'm even thinking like ian connor the the revenge so this, I, this might be dry snitching right here lucas i mean i <laughs> those are those are also very similar in some sense but how has ian connor not been sued by vans yet i well, I, I mean i don't know any of this well, the, whole, yeah. the reason why i believe that that brand shut down was because and i don't not co-signing that brand or yeah. ian yes. connor as yeah, a yeah, person yeah. Same, at all same, so same. anyways but the reason why that brand had shut down is because they don't they, make them anymore no the reason why that i think they maybe they're might be trying to start remake it i saw something online but the reason why the brand had shut down is because the factory that was making the actual revenge storms was also producing the bootleg revenge storms oh, so there really? was Gosh. so it turned into this I like weird like too. i just or, or, you, or whatever yeah, 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 I do. Part of me is, so that's that's what ended up happening so there was no way and i think stock x and stopped accepting the shoes at one point couldn't you couldn't differentiate between the real and fake products so they just had to end it that's such a poetic thing though that it got to this point of like he was, and it's, uh, you know, I've written extensively about it, yeah. but like the Louis Vuitton Air Force One thing, again, it's like a, a replica of a copy of a knockoff. Yeah. It's like this weird, blurry, you know. I mean, I, we live in a world where everything is, we've got all these visual cultures smashed all together online. And yeah. it's just like, it's impossible not to exist if you're constrained about what you can, you know, mess with. Yeah. Do you have a nice suit? A suit? Yeah, in case oh, in case it comes oh. to that. I mean, I mean, the first thing I'll do is just wear these and completely trip and oh, in the courtroom. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's gonna if be like that, my cousin Vinny. <laughs> you know, that. he like, shows up to court oh with them. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we, we we wish you luck. I yeah. Mean, thank and, you. We're we'll or wait. more than luck. Yeah. And we appreciate you coming. You know, there's a lot of still things to to be figured out, obviously, and we appreciate you coming and discussing and and you know learning learning more about mischief and these shoes. No, I mean, th thank you so much for having me. Yeah. When's the next project? Ooh, I mean, we do something every two weeks or like almost oh. every week. And but it's sneakers not specifically, sneakers when's the next specifically, sneaker? Sneakers specifically, I think the next one will be in a month or two. Is the pink color where you get to come out? I mean, I... No, no comment. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so sneak the next sneakers, you said when, maybe? I, I, I believe it's two months from now, but it, the Mischief Sneaker app will have all that information in it. Perfect. Yeah. Well, Lucas, thanks for joining. I know it's a very busy week for you. Oh, uh, no, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate, appreciate it. it man. Yeah. yeah. This has been the Complex Sneakers Podcast. Please like, subscribe. Everyone have a great weekend. We will see you next week. Our producer is David Matthews. Our associate producer is Jasmine Plata. 
Special thanks to Jen Stewart, Shiva Bayet, and Haley Choi. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network.